Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's begin with our time together with prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we just praise you and worship you and magnify you. We thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the blessings that you've given us. We thank you, Lord, that we can celebrate your faithfulness by celebrating Israel. We thank you, Lord, that you are on the throne and that your word is still true. We thank you, Father, for all the things you give us. And we pray that this day will bring you great glory as we worship you and glorify you. And we pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, good morning, good morning. And, uh, you know, I'd like to know, are you going to come visit us today? Uh, you know, we're having the Celebrate Israel event today from 3 to 7. Our address in South Tampa is Sharesh David, 4320 Bay to Bay Boulevard. And we're going to be there from 3 to 7. And we're celebrating Israel, right? It's We're celebrating their Independence Day. It's just an amazing time. We're inviting the community to join us, celebrate with music, with Israeli food, with worship and dance, with um, information about Israel's history, and um, we have an introduction to Hebrew class, and it'll be a great fair-type atmosphere taking place inside and outside on our grounds. We'll have crafts for the kids and face painting and more. It's, it's a free event for the entire family. So please join us. It's 3 to 7 today on Sharesh David's grounds. We're in South Tampa, 4320 Bay to Bay Boulevard. Bring your church, your family, your neighbors. Great way for homeschool families to learn about Israel. Uh, we'll begin again at 3. We'll close about 7. Uh, it's a great way to support Israel and send a message to the community. So it's, uh, and, and we'd love to have you tell people about this on social media today so that more people will come. If you need to get the word out, you can get a flyer at our website, shoreshdavid.org. That's S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. Well, Let's uh, count the Omer, right? We're 
in the middle of this is our third week. So uh, join with me. Um, You might not have the booklet in front of you, but I will read the Hebrew and we'll go through today's uh, Omer counting. Baruch Atadnai Eloheinu Melech Halom Asher Kidshanu B'mitzvatav V'tzivanu Al-Sifarat HaOmer Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the fifth day of the third week, and day 19 I have counted the Omer. Now, to be honest with you, I've taken the scripture from another day, but I just thought because we're celebrating Israel, we should keep the theme this way. And so the scripture today is Isaiah 62, 1 and 2. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness shines out brightly and her salvation as a blazing torch. Nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name which Adonai's mouth will bestow. And the thought for today comes from, of all people, Winston Churchill. He said this, Some people like the Jews and some people do not. But no thoughtful man can deny the fact that they are, beyond any question, the most formidable and the most remarkable race which has appeared in the world. Okay, thank you from Winston Churchill. So the challenge today is this. What has God burdened in your heart for the people and the land of Israel? And in what ways do you speak up and take action when it comes to the security and well-being of Israel and her people? And so then you are to journal about that. But we're going to continue on. We're going to talk about Israel. Now you know it's its 69th birthday. And so we'll look at Israel over the next few weeks, as we do each year at this time. Uh, We will look at its modern-day history and its modern day. But first, we should start with a scriptural foundation for why Israel exists, right? God's word is most important before our opinions and even before modern-day understanding, right? So it's all about God's faithfulness. You know, if we keep that always in mind as we look and discuss Israel and the Jewish people, first of all, know this, that it's all about God. God is number one, correct? Okay. Secondly, it's about his love and faithfulness to the Jewish people and the land of Israel. And third, it's because of that faithfulness to Israel that you can be sure he will be faithful to you too. So let's take a look at those scriptures. You've got to start, right, with Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your house from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So here we see 
that God has said, I'm going to set up for you and your descendants, Abraham, a special land. And so let's hear more about this. Genesis 15, 18. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, to your descendants, I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. I don't think I read that exactly right. I have given you this land from the river of Egypt, the great river, to the river Euphrates. Okay. So if we looked at modern day today uh, with that kind of understanding, we would have part of Egypt, Syria, Jordan, Iraq, Iran, and Lebanon. Oh, my. I guess we're, we're not up to God's plan yet, are we? Uh, Genesis 17, 7 and 8. And I will establish my covenant, again, the word covenant, between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God, God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan, as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So God's giving us a covenant. It's an everlasting possession for this land. And I would think to even the largest skeptic, if you believe in Scripture, then you understand that God's position is clear about Israel. What are some of the other things that God says about Israel? In Psalm 122, 6, it says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will say now, Peace be with you, because the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek your good. So God is seeking the good of Jerusalem, and we are to pray for Jerusalem. We're praying for the prosperity. We're praying for God to just do a mighty work in Israel. Are you joining me in prayer? Okay. Psalm 129, 5 and 6, Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turned back. Let them be as the grass on the housetops, which wither before it grows up. Wow. Okay, I think God continues to make himself clear. Now, there are so many verses in Scripture about this idea and Israel. Let me read just a few more. Psalm 137, this is written, it starts out by the rivers of Babylon. So this was in the diaspora, when written when the Jewish people were uh, not in Israel. And it says, there we sat down, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it, for there those who carried us away captive asked us, us to Give a song to those who plundered us, requested myrrh, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. 
If I do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. Wow, that certainly says a lot <laughs> as to how God sees it. And, and, and certainly the people of Israel and, and, and how they've been inspired by the Lord to feel so strongly about this land. And truly, that's true for believers, whether you're Jewish or not. You should have the same mindset, the same concept of loving the state of Israel and even the people of Israel. Doesn't mean you have to agree with them all the time, but God still has a plan for them, and you are part of that plan to raise them up and to be watchmen. Look, in Isaiah 62, it says, For Zion's sake I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. Doesn't that give us direction here, right? We won't hold our peace and we won't rest until uh, Jerusalem and Zion is, is seen righteous, right? And in Isaiah 62, 6 and 7, it says, until he makes Jerusalem a, play, uh, a praise in all the earth. So we see the same thing. It says, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. God is so very serious, not only about this, but about the position of the watchman. We remember in Ezekiel 33, how he keeps the watchman responsible for warning the people, and if they do not do it, they get punished. So let us take these scriptures and put them in our heart. You know, in Jeremiah 16, 14 and 15, it says, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that it shall no more be said the Lord lives who brought the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from the, all the lands where he had driven them. For I will bring them back into their land, which I gave to their fathers. And in Ezekiel 36, the same idea, starting in verse 24, I will take you from among the nations and gather you out of all countries and bring you back into your own land. Doesn't that give you a, a feeling of, of uh, amazement that God has put this scripture in Ezekiel, like many others, and then he does it. He does it in 1948. He brings about Israel again. He brings the Jewish people back to the land. And then it says, part of this is not finished yet. It says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. Now, that's been partially done, but I'm not sure it's completely done. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I'll take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, 
and I will be your God. Again, the amazing parts of Scripture that just give us an understanding not only of what was going to happen and did happen, but will happen in the future as well. We see it in the book of Joel in in chapter 3, verse uh, 2. Well, starting with verse 1. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore Judah and Jerusalem from exile, I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. I will plead or, or judge with them on behalf of my people, even my inheritance, Israel, whom they scattered among the nations, and they divided up my land. Okay, so Israel doesn't have all the land right now, and God says it isn't even the land of Israel. It's his land. And so there's going to be judgment on the people who have divided up his land. This is a future understanding for Israel. We see in Zechariah 2.10, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I'm coming, and I will dwell in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and they shall become my people, and I will dwell in your midst. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you, and the Lord will take possession of Judah as his inheritance in the Holy Land, and will again choose Jerusalem. So many parts in Scripture. Zechariah 12.3, I I can't read all of these, but this is so good. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all the peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. And in Zechariah 12, 9 and 10, it shall be in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that came against Jerusalem. And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. You know, one of the things about reading scripture kind of back to back to back is that you don't have to make too many commentaries because scripture comments on itself. And that's what's so amazing about what God wrote thousands of years ago that is happening since 1948 and and coming into the future. It will continue to happen. This is an amazing thing. This should give you tremendous um, encouragement. As we celebrate Israel this day, uh, you should all come down to Shresh David and celebrate with us. I mean, listen to what Zechariah 14 through 6, well, let's do 14, 3 first. Then Adonai will go forth and fight against the nations as he fights in a day of battle. In that day his feet will stand on, where will it stand? The Mount of Olives, which lies to the east of Jerusalem. And the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a huge valley. Half of the mountain will move toward the north, the other half toward the south. And finally, I'll, I'll stop with this scripture of Zechariah fourteen sixteen. Then all the survivors from all the nations that attacked Jerusalem 
will go up from year to year to worship the king, Adonai Tzivaot, which is the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate Sukkot, the Feast of Booths. Furthermore, if any of the nations on the earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, they will have no rain. Now, how is that? Is that amazing or what? That God requires at the end of days the nations to come to Israel to celebrate Sukkot because Sukkot is not a Jewish holy holy day. It is a holy day for all of us. Now, we are celebrating today Israel and its independence. And I would ask you to come today. You know, we can apply last week's lesson on the Holocaust to this week's on Israel. Remember the three things that we mentioned last week. Number one, never forget. And I believe that you should never forget God and the God of Israel. Amen? Secondly, never again shall all other than the Jews be in control of Israel and Jerusalem. Say never again, right? And finally, never be silent. We need to stand up for Israel. So come today with your church, your synagogue groups. uh, Celebrate Israel with us from 3 to 7 We are inviting everybody to celebrate. We have music and Israeli food, Israeli worship and dance, and and, and people from Israel joining us, and it's going to be a wonderful time. Learn about Israel's history. Go to a Hebrew class, an introduction to Hebrew. It'll be a great time. It's free. It's free. Yeah. We'll have crafts for the kids, face painting, and more. It's a free event for the entire family. Join us from 3 to 7 today on the grounds of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogue. We are in South Tampa uh, at the corner of Manhattan or Henderson, because they split there, and Bay to Bay. So it's 4320 Bay to Bay Boulevard. Bring everybody you can. This is going to be a wonderful event for you. Look, also try and get on social media this morning. Please get the word out. If you want our flyer for the event, you can go to Sharesh David. That's spelled S-H-O-R-E-S-H, David, Sharesh David, or SharashDavid.org. And you can get our flyer there. It will... Uh, give you what will be there and also our address and everything you'll need. Look, if you feel that this program has been valuable to you as you are coming together with uh, the people of Israel to support them, this is the time to do it. Uh, if you would like to support this show financially, we would appreciate that. You know, we we don't really ask for money uh, usually we just say, look, uh, feel free to support this. If you want to call us and, and make a contribution, we'd love that. It will help us. 813-831-5673. Next week, we'll continue to, to discuss Israel. So may the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart 
like the heart of Messiah, who, by the way, weeped over Jerusalem. Join me in prayer as we close. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 